You're at the Coaching Inn, 3D Coaching's virtual pub where we enjoy conversations with people who are engaged in the world of coaching. Welcome to this week's edition of the Coaching Inn. And today it's my pleasure to be in the company of Liz Ogborn, who is a coach and who sent me an email and said, can we talk about what's coaching? So I said, come in and let's talk at the Coaching Inn. Welcome, Liz. Thank you, Claire. It's lovely to be here. It's good to have you here. Tell us a bit about your coaching story. Ooh, well, it probably starts way back, but I just didn't realise that until recently. Um, <laughs> I had During the pandemic, I had some coaching myself. I was kind of... Um, I just our children had left home I was ready for a new thing I had some coaching from a fantastic coach who's now my supervisor which is great and yeah she within the second session she was kind of I, I found myself talking about coaching uh as an as an option and as soon as I began to talk about it it seemed seemed totally resonant with lots of things I've done in the past coach-like things that I've done in the past, mm. coach-like roles or coach-like behaviour that I've exhibited without calling it coaching. So I trained as a coach and set up my business last year. Fantastic. Isn't it funny how we we are and we don't know we are and then suddenly we discover that we always were? Yeah, that's great. And I love that because uh, I'm I'm a big believer in you know, living out of our true selves, living out of who we truly are. Um, and, you know, when you discover or get a name for something that you naturally do, it's very powerful yeah. and liberating. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. When I discovered after eight years what I'd been doing, it was so amazing. Because I'd always been trying to go to, well, it's something like this and it's not like that, but it's a little bit like the other. So tell us about your question about how we describe this thing we do. Yeah, so actually, I think the first the question first came up when I was in one of your live masterclasses and it came out of a discussion we were having. Um, but there wasn't really time to unpack it. So that was when I think you invited me on to into the coaching in and the question that I asked you in that live masterclass was how do we talk about coaching to new or prospective clients but I've since added to that question um around you know so so how do we talk to new or prospective clients about coaching so that they dot 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 and then my list is growing of 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 the so that they um and I suppose where I've got to for today is so that they understand what coaching is so that they understand what coaching isn't so that they see their need for it how they might benefit and my kind of marketing head goes so that they decide to book some coaching <laughs> <laughs> and then the final one I've got at the moment is so that they come prepared or come unprepared we might say so that they arrive ready I suppose yeah 
which may be prepared and may be unprepared. Okay, what great questions they are. And as you said in that email to me, Liz, uh, we had, um, Sue and I had a conversation in the first episode of the year, didn't we, about what's coaching and the what would it look like if. So I guess my question to you is, what do we need to do today to build on that in this conversation? I think it's about, there's a the conversation you and Sue had was great. I found it super helpful. And it was around how do we talk about coaching? Or no, it was what is coaching, wasn't it? What yeah. is coaching? What is this thing called coaching? And I suppose my question develops that. So how then do we talk to it, talk about it? Yeah. Because when we're actually talking about it, we're speaking with real people who all come with diverse previous experiences or not conceptions or, or, or perceptions about coaching or not uh, preferred ways of learning or hearing about things, um, different personality styles, etc. So I suppose it's applying the conversation you and Sue had to how do we then speak about that with the diverse range of people that we speak with about coaching when we don't know what's unique about their bit of diversity yes because if they're a new or prospective client we probably don't know them very well at mm. all if at all mm. so how will you know by the end of this conversation that we've moved this forward a bit Liz I think I will go away with Probably a list of phrases oh. or ideas around how to think about this. Hmm. I like lists of things, but now I'm thinking out loud and thinking maybe it won't be a list maybe it will just be I think I'd like to go away with some more clear thoughts about how we speak about it and I don't know if I can be any more specific than that right now clear thoughts yeah I just want to get this out loud and uncover any nuggets of wisdom around it um, and see what happens. Okay. Shall we do that then? Hmm, yeah. Where do you want to start? I think where I'd like to start is just reflecting on some of the ways I have described coaching to people. Sure. And what's been useful and not useful for some people. Um, so, I mean, in the last seven or eight months since becoming a coach, um, I've I've described coaching to new or prospective clients in so many ways, and I've heard it described in even more. And what fascinates me is the response you get to the different descriptions because I've been using this as a kind of play like an ex experiment yeah 
I'm going to describe it like this to this person today and see what lands for them and see what takes. Um, you know, and then the next day I might try a different way um, or use the same way and see what happens if they get the same response. And it's been so varied. So I've described coaching. This is just some of the ways I've described coaching. And this is just bits of it sometimes. Coaching is a conversation between us about you. Um, coaching is a conversation where you get new insights into what's going on for you. I like that one. I got that from somewhere. <laughs> a book I read. A book I read. Really? <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Good to hear that. Um, Conversa- uh, coaching is like a paddock and I, I'm using my hands here to gesture a kind of space yeah a paddock a boundary space in which your thoughts can run wild oh wow mm. I've had interesting responses to that um coaching is a safe space for you to think coaching is where I partner with you as you think something through Coaching is a conversation where you get to think out loud or in your head if you want to. Coaching is a conversation where you find clarity on a way forward or on those thoughts that go round and round in mm. your head. So I've that's just some of the ways I've described coaching to different people. And what's really fascinating to me well, the paddock one is interesting because I've had people that go, oh, yes, I'd love that. They just, they just, they can picture the paddock. It's connected. That metaphor is connected for them and they're away. And that might be after describing it in some other ways. And then I'll use that one and they'll go, oh, oh, I see. Oh, yeah. No, I'm really up for that. And other people I've used it and they've just looked like, really really like blank and confused like and you know that's helpful in the sense that if I do then then go on and coach them I mean it's not 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 to to judge but that that might be somebody who actually doesn't find metaphor super helpful potentially I wouldn't make that Mm. you know assumption there and then but it may be true so it's helpful in a way this you know the way people react to these descriptions is quite helpful in telling you a little bit about them I think and so and and I've heard loads of other ways of describing it and I noticed that none of those ended with so that hmm yeah I think the so that is the kind of my background thinking so my question for this conversation mm. is so that they understand, so that they understand what it's not, what it is, so that they see how it might benefit them, is my kind of, I suppose you could say it's my kind of hidden agenda. I want to be yeah. able to explain coaching to people so that they do those things um so that they get that clarity that I've described and those bullet points but I wouldn't necessarily feel I needed to express those to them 
Oh, that's interesting. Because as I was listening to you saying those things, the thing that I was going in my head was so that you can feel more confident about moving forward in your career, so that you can be clearer in meetings, so that you can be um, uh, feel less like you've got imposter syndrome and be more present in meetings with your team, <laughs> so that you don't go go home every night and dump it all on your partner, so that you sleep. <laughs> That's their so that, isn't yes. it? Yeah. Yeah. That's painting a picture for them of the potential positive outcomes for them of coaching, yeah. which you're absolutely right, is a is the next part of the sentence of when you're describing what coaching is. I suppose yeah. the bullet point list I kind of explained at the beginning was my so that's so yeah. that they understand so that they. But I think you're right that their so that's are a crucial part of that mm. they're the crucial that's the crucial part of them going oh I see how it will benefit me mm. what was the mm? it was a kind of mm. it was a kind of mm. that's good I like that. I, I I think I've I think I probably haven't been great at doing that for new oh. prospective clients. I think I know the reason why I haven't as well. <laughs> <laughs> is that something you're going to disclose in public or is it better just to own that internally I think I'm happy to share in the interests of there might be other people listening who resonate with this um I think it's something around being salesy ah. mm. I I balk against being salesy possibly quite extremely bulk against it so possibly don't always explain um the benefit of coaching to the person coached in the um uh described in the sense you just have with so that you can um and maybe it's about fear of creating expectation uh-huh this is interesting I haven't realized this before about myself and the way I've been talking mm. about coaching so this is hot off the press <laughs> <as it were>. <laughs> <laughs> um I think I I fear promising too much in the sense and I think might come from is sometimes I find that people so I was speaking with somebody recently about maybe having a coaching session and they'd been talking to me already about what was going on for them in their life and there's a lot going on in their life and they have 
all these questions going around about what's next for them in their life in all lots of different areas of life. And I said, maybe a coaching se- session might might be helpful to you. And they said, yes, because then I can work out this, 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 and this. And part of me just kind of, <laughs> whoa, hang on a minute. <laughs> I was talking about a coaching set. Like, there's something about right-sizing people's expectations mm-hmm. around what might, what the outcome might be mm. of a, a coaching session. And so that thing about saying, this is what coaching is. It's a space for you to think or whatever you say, so that you can kind of almost feels like it's pinning down a potential result. And none of those examples that I used were so that you can earn £200,000 a year or so that you can have a Porsche or so that you can move house or so that you can whatever, whatever. Because there's something, isn't there, about... I hear about managing expectations and there's something about... um, not over-promising, but there's also something about recognising that this will be a conversation which moves them forward a bit. Because most conversations that people have do not move them forward a bit. And that's our that's our unique bit of ninja. Yeah, <laughs> is for that, sure. It's that at the end of a coaching conversation, somebody will have moved forward a bit. And that's not over-promising. So I wonder what it would have been like with that person if you'd said, okay, let's have one conversation so that at the end of it, you've moved forward a bit. And then if you want to have more conversations to do a bit more movement in different areas, then let's talk about that. Yeah, that's good. Does that feel Mm. like overpromising? No. No, not at all. Because each time they come, if we partner and work out what we need to do, they will move forward a bit. And then when they come next time, they'll move forward a bit, but it will be a different bit from the last time. And all of that creates the momentum that happens between the sessions and then it's the process that actually does the amazing work. Not you. Yeah, it's good. Hmm. Okay, so I'm formulating some thoughts around how to speak to people about coaching. And it's, I think there's more to explore in terms of that description, how we describe coaching. But my new insight so far is that there's a so that you can. Yeah. That is right sized in terms of expectation, but linked to their question or their what it is they're bringing. Interesting. I'm still really keen to explore a bit more this whole thing about how we describe it. Because often when you're in a conversation with somebody who's just, you know, you're in a first session or you're in a kind of chemistry check session or introductory session or you're emailing someone or um it's important to be quite 
succinct, I think. You know, you can't always just sit and, well, I don't think even in person it's that useful to 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 waffle on for too long about, about things, is it? It's good to have some succinct ways of describing coaching that you hope will land with that person. And I'm just sort of, you know, maybe what I'm looking for is not out there. You know, I'm not really looking for a formula because I, I, I'm, I'm kind of old enough in the tooth to know that life really works on formulas. People just are so diverse and um, there's not going to be a formula for this. But I'm just wondering if there's a, a kind of... You know, um, I can't think of the right word, but if there's a if there are some boundaries around it or some. Not guidelines, that's not the right word, if there are some. Some thoughts around what might land maybe with different people or in different contexts or? Because what I'm noticing as you're speaking there, Liz, is that some people don't want to know very much at all and some people want to know everything and why does it work and what are you going to do and what's it going to look like? And then you've got all those in-betweeny things. Hmm. And I think the real challenge that we have is that coaching is not like any other conversation that people have. Hmm. Because... But there's a lot that we can say that's about what we're not doing. I'm not the expert. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to. And that feels so negative. So I'm wondering how we say that in a way that's really positive to people. I suppose in some ways what you just said prompted a question for me. How much do they want to know? Maybe that's the first question. What a great question. How much do you want to What What would you like to know about? coaching yeah or what do you, even what do you already know about coaching or what what's your experience of coaching I would uh, I would ask a future focus question though mm, yeah good. say if you might get a lecture yeah how much do you know about it or yeah what's what your you, expectations what do you need coaching? to know yeah what do you need to know by the end of this conversation that we're having right now that's going to enable you to make a decision about whether this is the right thing for you or not. Yeah, it's good. Because that's making the question the right size, isn't it? And then you can offer your offer. Yeah. Sometimes when you're in that conversation, that kind of pre-booking, if you like, the conversation before they've booked any sessions the information they're giving you around their own experience or understanding of coaching is then formulating your responses. So, you know, I've had people say, well, I'm really just hoping you're going to tell me what to do. Um, In which case there is a need for some clarification around, well, I won't be doing that. Or given that I won't be doing that, what is it that will be useful? Mm. Mm. 
And I think I think that's an area where a lot of disagreement happens in conversations when the coach goes, well, I'm not going to tell you anything. And the, the person we're talking to goes, well, that's weird because every time I pay anyone any money, I expect them to pay me something, to tell me something. Mm. And I wonder whether there's a different way of saying that that doesn't go, well, I'm not going to do that because that, again, that's negative, isn't it? So how do we, how do we turn that into a much more positive build? For sure. I mean, I, I definitely think that it needs to be couched in positive language rather than the, it, I won't, I won't be doing this. I won't, it's not this. It's not that. Yeah. It needs to be, it is this, it is that, mm. I will, I will do this. Um, yeah, because some people really react to this, the, the, the phrase, you know, you know, you hear it described, I haven't done it, I haven't described it like this, but you hear, you know, I won't be, it, you know, I won't be giving you any advice or suggestions. You have all the wisdom you need type. You know. At which point they want to go, well, I wouldn't be talking to you if I thought I did, would I? Exactly. Yeah. So that's not helpful. Um, but you said they'll tell you. You said they've got the answers. And actually that, you know, there's something, isn't there, about, about engaging in a conversation that builds on what they've said and that makes connections with what they've said. Yeah. It's a conversation. Yeah. It's 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 not a sales pitch, it's not a a meet it's not a teaching situation, mm. it's a conversation. that helps people to do some good sense-making and some good meaning-making, that's going to move them forward. Mm. Yeah. So how are we doing on your thoughts, Liz? I think I'm slightly reframing ah. the question. I mean, this has happened on so many levels for me as I've been, as this coaching adventure has been emerging, that when I think about things within the kind of, you know, we're trying to make a living, aren't we, as coaches? And it's not easy if mm. you're an, an independent, you know, if you're a freelance coach working on your own. Um, and but when my brain switches into any kind of I need to make this work. This is a marketing selling situation. My best thoughts just go out the window. Mm. Um, 
And to some degree, I think this had begun to move into that area. But I think when I when I allow it to stay in the um, the exploring relational yeah sphere framework it becomes it becomes it, it stays as just that an exploration a relational thing you're having a conversation with someone about their life usually these things come about because you're speak just speaking to someone about what's going on for them and then you you begin to speak a bit about what you, how you may your offer and how you may support them if they're if they're looking for that um so it's very organic it's very relational and probably you know I could carry on trying my paddock metaphor and finding other metaphors and other ways to describe it and carry on exploring and seeing what lands and using my intuition to discern which phrase to use in that conversation with that person which phrases I think for me a challenge is always not saying too much mm. I can be very wordy mm. so I think a key insight for me has been start with what what do you need to know about coaching so that by the end of the conversation you'll be able to decide I think starting with that is really great Yeah, and kind of, yeah, because I have found myself in conversations in the past in response to a, a potential client. I have found myself expressing the negatives. Well, it's not it's not really about advice giving. It's not really about this. And so just watching out for that and yeah. maybe re cha changing that into a more positive framework. Hmm. So what are you going to say to the person who you might bump into tomorrow? Do you mean just an imaginary person? Yes, that I may an bump imaginary into? person who you might bump into mm. tomorrow. But, well, in the context of a conversation where they're sharing what's going on for them, um, I'm going to say coaching is something I offer. Do you do you know much about coaching? Um, and then I can't really tell you what I'll say because it depends what emerges in the conversation. Indeed, indeed. But that that's just your individual coaching client. Then there's also the sponsor clients. Mm. And that's a slightly different context. Yeah. If I'm speaking to, I don't know, a head teacher tomorrow of a school or the, lead, the, the leader of a charity or that's a slightly different conversation. Mm. Um. Yeah, that's a slightly different conversation. But all that we've talked about so far in this 
in this conversation is still relevant to the actual client, whoever they're buying the coaching in for. Um, And there's a spectrum, isn't there, when you're talking to the organisation, there's the people who are commissioning who are very specific about what they want right up to the other end where they know they know they they know they need something but they don't know what it is or who needs mm. it or what it needs to look like yeah for sure yeah so what that's the, go on but I was going to say that 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 is an important thing to explore in the sense that maybe not right now, but that's a, that's a that's a, just a different dynamic because you have yeah, like you say, you have some commissioners or sponsors of coaching who most definitely have an agenda for the coaching, which mm. may or may not be the same as when you sit with the client what their mm. agenda is. So that's mm. that's a whole other conversation I think the one thing that I'd love to just in your podcast with in your conversation with Sue you talked a little bit about in that situation where it's sponsored coaching by someone in the organization the sense of it being remedial work mm. and of being done because the person's lacking mm. in some way and how to speak to that person about the coaching in a way that, well, yeah, in a way that enables them to approach it without that sense of lacking and but with a with a, with a positive sense of of how they might benefit. But again, I guess it's around just yeah. So there's something about talking to the sponsor, and there's also talking to the person who's come for the coaching, and the sponsor question is about making sure that they are also involved in the conversation so how will you know at the end of three months that the coaching has been useful for this person and what part do you play in helping in supporting them to achieve that mm. yeah that's good and the commission people my first question to them is always what do we need to talk about for you to trust me enough to do this so that you just get it out there quickly. Mm. Can you say that again? What do you... What do we need to talk about before we do the work so that you trust me enough for us to be able to do it? Mm, I like that. It's great. Hmm. so how are we doing on your thoughts Liz hmm. I think we're doing good I think it's been good to say them out loud the different some of those different ways of describing coaching it's been good to identify 
that it's that it's good to speak about coaching in the positive to start with the question around what they want to know and also the so that you can mm. addition to the description cool i'm definitely going to go and think more about that so is that enough that's great thank you yes so my question to you lovely listeners is what insights have you had <laughs> and what do you need to go back from your dog walk and write down right now thank you liz for coming to the coaching in if people want to talk to you more or hire you to be their coach how do they get in touch with you by my website which is www.lizogborn.coach or on an email, info at lizogborn.coach, or on LinkedIn. Brilliant. Mm. Thank you very much, Liz Ogborn, for coming to the Coaching In. I'm Claire Pedrick, and thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you, Liz. Bye-bye, everyone. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, we'd love you to share the podcast with a friend or leave a comment on social media. And if you'd like to become a regular at The Coaching Inn, you can subscribe on Podbean and all major podcast channels. We look forward to welcoming you next time. You've been listening to The Coaching Inn, 3D Coaching's virtual pub. For more information, check out 3dcoaching.com.